The following contest is scheduled for one fall! I've seen that man before, that's Randy Phil. The other one's some kind of half-man, half-monkey. It's a massive duplex and not one dragon in sight. Hello, all you sweaty marks and you glorious shaggers out there, and you Tony Can, you fucking mark! Right, double or nothing, 2022. I am here live, Monkey Man, Mikey Mac, and I am live with Dirty Dave Nitro. Dave, how are you doing? Uh, well, I think if MD's seen the pay-per-view, they know how I'm doing, so we'll get to that. <laughs> the last match upset me a wee bit, but we'll get to it. There's, there's high amounts of copium in this podcast right now. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay, well, I mean, like, let's... We've got Andy's stuff, but it's um, Randy's away just now, and he sent us his entire rundown of the of the pay per view, so we can let him do the big rundown. But before then, Dave, give us your overview. Did you enjoy it as a pay per view? Do you think it was a good pay per view? Oh, aye. It's uh, it's funny because um, during it, obviously, I was watching it live, and I don't. Andy wasn't watching it live, and he texts me and he says, "How has it been so far?" And I just text him back, "It's AEW," and he texts back, "Fair." <laughs> Because it's like you just watch, you sit down in AEW pay per view. I think the first one that's bad, we're all going to be gutted. But I think this yeah. is another banger. Just start to finish. There was a few wee bits here and there that maybe weren't perfect, but it's fucking just brilliant. I love it. Do you know what? I, I felt the same. I, I wrote down it's a good pay per view, but I think that was me being harsh. I think it's a great pay per view. But it's, I mean, it's not my favourite AEW pay per view, but it was a fucking banger. And I wasn't. I was going to say I wasn't bored. There's was a couple of moments where I was bored, but um, there's some weird booking as well. But um, really memorable. Some when it was good, it was fucking really, really good. Um, yeah, I can't complain. It's been, it's been a great pay. It was, it was, it was a great pay per view. Aye, definitely. Dave, a few surprising bits for me. Like, in fact, I don't want to say too much now because we're going to get into. There's a few bits that I was <clears throat> shocked that I enjoyed, and then there was other bits um, where I was like, oh, that wasn't as good as I expected. I'm exactly the same. I'm exactly the same. Um, I've got moments of brilliance, and I've got a list. I've got moments of boredom. I've got some moments of what the fuck booking. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've I've kind of, I would say I've learned to trust the process. But sometimes the process is crap. But um, I've learned I've I've learned not to judge it straight away from what I think is weird booking. Aye, aye. A chance. Uh, especially we, I think because we're used to WWE, but WWE will book something a certain way and then that's like you're stuck with it. AEW will seem exactly. like they're going one way and then you'll be like, whoa, that's completely different from what I, I thought they were doing with that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, Cody's the best example. Um, you think he's going to be there forever and then they book him to go to WWE. What's that <laughs> exactly. all about? Well, you know, I do actually <laughs> believe that that is a booking. Like, I, <laughs> I still think that's a work and we'll probably get into that at some point here. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, right, well, look, there's no point of us going too far into it. We're using a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We're being quite incognito right now. We're kind of beating about the bush. Let's get Randy Phil to dive right into that bush. Ladies and gentlemen, marks and shaggers, duplexers of all ages, this is the pay-per-view thrill, Randy Phil. Live for me, but pre-recorded for you with all my thoughts of Double or Nothing 2022. Just going to fucking rattle through it. So, boys, strap in, strap on, here we go. Wardlow wins with the cleanest of wins. Powerbomb Symphony, we got it. Imagine if he got out AMJF's contract and instead of being all elite, he just goes, nah, I'm going to sign with Impact Wrestling. 
or I'm a way to control my narrative, <laughs> or WWE, I suppose. But this Man. guy, he's fucking a mega super face now. Everybody loves him. He is Vince McMahon's wet dream. Moving straight on to the second match, Hardy Boys versus the Old Bucks, and the Hardy Boys win. Cool. It's um, I'm cool with that. Maybe they'll be lining up for a title match down the line, but Jeff Hardy is fucked with an injury now, so he's off the Dynamite card come Wednesday. Hardy yeah. boys win. Jeff fucks off through well, the crowd, which yeah. is just his go-to celebration now. <laughs> um, I think Jim Ross said Jeff's away getting a head start with his victory celebrations. feel like Jeff maybe had a pre-match celebration, if you know what I mean. If you don't know what <laughs> I, I mean, that, def- Dave definitely knows what I mean, and no, he will explain it in fuller detail. No, won't. Love the match. Good spots. <laughs> Pop my tits off all throughout it. Terrified watching Jeff Hardy. They did say that his boot came undone, and maybe that's why he fucked up a bit, but read after the match that it was hurt coming in after his match against Derby. Stupid match they have with Derby. It was just a ladder spot fest. But... Hardy's win, and we'll move on. Before we get to the next match, we did have the wee skit of Billy Gunn and the ass claimed. Is that what they're getting called? If not, it is now. Billy Gunn's disappointed in the gun club. Fucking waste of space. (laughs) Disgrace to humanity. (laughs) But absolutely loves the acclaimed. Tucks them in, makes sure they're hungover, but they're going to be fine. And then gives fucking bones the scissors at the end. Love it. Love Billy Gunn. Love Sizzling. the acclaimed. The gun club's Sizzling going on me. <laughs> and our next match is the first title match of the night. That bitch Jade Cargo retains her belt against Anna J. TBS Championship. Wins it with a top road. Wins with a top rope jaded. I just don't like that move. It looked better than the first time she done it and won the match, but a top rope jaded just doesn't look as smooth as she wants it to look. I don't know. My opinion. Stop doing it. Stop fucking doing it. After the match, the baddies get involved. Chris Statlander comes down to help out Anna J. I thought Chris Statlander was going to turn heel. See, after our match on Rampage, I thought, fuck, she's turning. It's going to be excellent. But now, then... Malcolm Bivens, that's how I know him, hold on, now known as Stokely Hathaway, so he showed up, he's now teaming with Jade Cargo, well manager, so fuck knows what's happening with Smart Mark Sterling, he showed up and Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon, she showed up, thought she was going to be joining that bitch Jade Cargo in the baddies because when she made her entrance, fucking Stokely is applauding. I'm like, whoa, what's happening here? Fuck no, he was just pumped. He was just happy to be there. (laughs) So torqued. (laughs) TBS title going ahead could be Chris Statlander or it could be Athena. Maybe one of them challenging. We might have a fucking trios baddies versus the goodies, I suppose. Match. Shite. Out of ten. Definitely. <laughs> Next match, House of Black versus the Death Triangle. House of Black wins after Julia Hart gets involved and it misses Pack. You think if they were doing a big pay-per-view, they would pay the lighting guy some good money. You don't want the fucking lights going out halfway through a pay-per-view. 
but they did. Julia Hart shows up, mists pack. Malachi Black, did they fucking hit the black mass or the roundhouse kick? Can't remember. House of Black get the win, and Julia Hart is now affiliated with them. Great match, absolutely love this match. Buddy Matthews is officially a Randy Phil boy, but the match should have happened a fucking long time ago. I lost interest in the story involving these six, but good fucking match, loved it. Next we had Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe, the first final of the Owen Hart men's tournament. Adam Cole wins after fucking Bobby Fish, Bobby the Fish gets involved. I'm sick of Adam Cole winning with a fucking low blow or somebody getting involved, but he's a heel, that's how heels win. Maybe if he gets a face turn somewhere down the line, win, legitimately win with some fucking... Something good. I'm just fucking sick of low blows and distractions. So, Adam Cole wins the Owen Hart men's tournament. I don't know if it's got any more fucking words on it. But that match was followed immediately by the women's final. We got big musical entrances for Britt Baker. D-M-D. And Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Um, this match was definitely better than the fucking TBS title match. Britt Baker wins not by dodgy tactics for a change. Well, I don't know. Does she normally win by dodgy fucking interference? Oh, aye. She won. Ruby Soho wasn't that displeased because it was a legitimate win. Ruby Soho tried a victory roll. Britt Baker rolled her back, gets the pin. I thought she was going to grab the ropes. I 100% thought this cow's grabbing the ropes. Didn't happen. Legit win. <laughs> and then, after both tournament final winners won, Martha Hart just comes out, presents them with the trophies, the belts. Sorry, the belts. One trophy. Belts. They look cool, but they're not like they don't look like a proper belt to be defended. And they're not going to be. They do look more like a decorative, ornamental belt. Nice. Going ahead, like, whenever Martha Hart was doing a bit, obviously they're not going to be fucking heels about it, but Britt Baker and Adam Cole, they just, um, I think you could turn them face off the back of this. I don't think it will happen, but I hope they get something involved storyline-wise with, with those two being the tournament winners. hope it's not just a, you won, cool, go back to the shit you were doing last month. I don't think they will, so let's see where this fucking goes. Then we had a match that, I'm not sure who gave a fuck about this match. I sure as shit didn't give a fuck about this match. But it was the men of the year and Paige Van Zant taking on Sammy, Ty and Mankey Frank E. Kazarian. Can you even say the face team? Sammy and Frankie have a fucking breakdown in communications and then many of the year pick up the win so Sammy and Frankie cannot challenge for the TNT title as long as Scorpio Sky holds it and it is a fucking nice looking belt I like that design of the belt for him looks beautiful um, Paige Van Zandt I liked her during this match another one I hope she gets more matches maybe she is all elite 
But I'll be interested to see where it goes. Maybe teen her up with the other MMA, Marina Shafir. Get them a fucking badass MMA woman just beating down any cunt. Give it to me. And that's all I'm going to say about it because I'm not that arsed about that match. It was just, um, whatever. Piss break match number one, let's say. We'll move on for the Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen. This was a wild match. Like, it was a last minute addition to the card, but it was a fucking great match. Not a lot of build. Just Kyle O'Reilly fucking took out Sting before it and now Darby wanted redemption. Did he get it? Did he fuck? Kyle O'Reilly wins with a top rope flying knee. That's a weird finisher. Weird finisher. I know he beat Jungle Boy with it to progress in the Owen Hart tournaments earlier last month. I don't know. Like, of course it could be a fucking finisher. You're coming off the top rope and hitting somebody with a knee. It's weird. It's wonderful. It gets results. Thunder Rosa beat Serena Deeb, retained her AEW Women's Championship. That's all I'll say. And then we have the boy popper match, Anarchy in the arena. Justin Roberts said it right. Shit is about to go down, and shit did indeed go down. Was Wild Thing just going to play the whole way through this fucking match until Jericho <laughs> broke the speaker? And is that what AEW's entrance is? Are played on is just that tiny little fucking speaker, and once that breaks, that's it. And how did they get it repaired so quick for the next match? Who's going to answer these questions? The match was fucking exhausting for me because I had to go back and count the amount of blades, who bladed when, where the blades were stashed. My god, the camera cuts, the production, it was all over the place. Quite like this podcast. <laughs> The match just had too many men, too many spots, referees everywhere, cameramen everywhere. It felt jumpy. I don't know. It was cool when it calmed down a bit towards the end. But all throughout it, I just felt as if, what the fuck's happening? But winners of the match are the Jericho Appreciation Society. After Brian Danielson just blatantly throws the fucking match on purpose, just to piss off Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's like invested in this feud. He's pissed off with Jericho and all of Jericho Appreciation Society and what does Brian Danielson do? Doesn't even tap out. He just quits. Just, ah, alright, okay. Fed up now. Match over. Next. We passed <laughs> out. P penultimate match. Jurassic Express defending the AEW World Tag Team Champions against what is it? Old Baskin Swerve's Glory or something like that, I can't remember. And Team Taz, we had a quick prediction game in the chat. Who's going to win the tag match? Nobody fucking picked Jurassic Express, so that was a shocker. Thought mm-hmm. Christian was going to be doing his uh, heel turn at this point, didn't happen. But Jurassic Express retain. Wonder who's going to be the fucking next challengers? Mm, a note that I've got for this. Ricky Starks had Jungle Boy with the arm locked and he was doing the old school walking ropes, doing his fucking pose, Ricky Stark as you do. But he had a bit of fucking extra oomph on it and pointing to two particular people in the crowd giving him a wee bit of the fucking oosk. I'm Ricky Starks, I'm absolute baby. Turns out it was Jungle Boy's mother and sister. 
didn't like that, kicked the ropes, and Ricky Starks got his buzz hit after ropes. Love that shit. And with all of that, we get to the main event. And I was more excited for this than I expected to be. I don't know, I just, I wasn't hyped for it, but whenever the entrances were there and they were in the ring, I thought, fuck yes, give me this match. Buzzing. It had everything. It had it all. It had the taunts. It had the chops. It had the buckshot lariat. Had the punk shot lariat. Had the go to sleep. Had the go for a wee nap. Ref bumps. Side note, fuck Paul Turner. Had moral <laughs> dilemmas for Hangman Adam Page. Most importantly, we had a winner. A new AEW World Champion. CM Punk. I don't think the crowd fucking popped as much, but maybe it was just I was so tired because done a 12 hour shift, went and watched a bit of a pay-per-view, got to the end, CM Punk, new champ. Did the crowd pop or did I just miss it? Yeah, yeah, they missed it. Fuck it. I'm buzzing. I love CM Punk. I think he's going to be face. But we'll see. We'll see. Right, I'll pause it there and we can get Andy's... uh stuff later on right um okay so that was kind of andy's rundown of everything um missed the pre-show so the pre-show or sorry the buy-in they call oh, it the I, 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 I haven't even thought he'd missed that there um so i mean it was on youtube it's easy to miss i guess even though it's fucking free for everyone um no beef no beef um hookhausen versus tony nice and smart mark sterling this was a fun match, I think. Oh. Again, it was another one of the ones that was a good buy-in match because after watching that, made you want to watch wrestling. Got you kind of buzzing mm-hmm. and made you go, oh, this will be good. I like a match like that in yep. the buy-in. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I mean, you had um, Smart Mark Sterling coming in in like, the shittest ring gear of all time. It was brilliant. Um, Tony Nice, excellent wrestler. Hook, um, him and Hook had really good chemistry, I thought. And then Danhausen getting the win by standing on the chest of Smart Mark Sterling, who's just been absolutely decimated uh, by Hook. I love the fact that Hook was like, will I tag him? And the fans are like, fucking of course tag him. And then he just <laughs> tagged Danhausen. I, I quite like that. The fact Hook's like, I'll just, I hope they kind of continue that, where Hook just kind of smashes yeah. people, gees Danhausen the win. Because we always kind of knew Hook. Hook's more, Hook's happy to win matches. He just goes out wins matches, home. So mm. if he's got a guy who's like, I'll tag you and let you get the win, it's quite fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally agree. Right, where were we? We were talking about Hookhausen, so we've done the pre-show. Right, so I don't think there's much point of like going through spot by spot. I mean, Randy's done most stuff. I'll just throw out the match thing. You tell me if you liked it or not, and we'll just see what happens. Right, cool. Keep it kind of loosey-goosey. Aye, I've, right, got a few, so... I've, I've got notes in that anyway, so there's a few things I want to say about a few matches, but other than that, I will just kind of say we like the matches. Give them some Sweet, ratings, man. Let's, whatever. Let's keep this loose. Um, loose... As Scotland's defence yesterday. <laughs> Christ almighty. Um, MJF versus Wardlow. I mean... Okay, it was a squash match, right? Aye. I did not... That You have seen Dynamite, right? Aye. Aye. Okay. I've watched it once. So, so, Dynamite... No, sorry, Dynamite. I've seen... I've seen the... I've, I've seen the MJF promo. Um, okay, that's I started watching well, it, I started, I but I never this. finished it. Aye. I've I've got a few I've got spoilers on that so I'm not bothered if you spoil it I'm not bothered I've, I've seen some stuff on um, okay. Facebook and whatnot so uh, it's cool that's fine I mean I won't spoil anything big anyway but the MGF promo 
He loses it, Tony Khan. Says he wants, he says, fire me, fire me, you fucking mark, fire me. And I'm like, this is great, first off, that's phenomenal. Explains this match a lot. This match being a squash match um, kind of kept you humming and hawing like, is this his punishment for the Vegas thing? Like booking a fight out of Vegas and threatening not to show up, not showing up to a fan event. Is MGF leaving? Is he not leaving? I would say this is all just a uh, total work now. What oh, would you say? Definitely. After after that, after as well, did you re- hear what happened during the? Wait, see when they went straight. See when they stream it black and they went to adverts. Did you hear uh, what happened? Oh then? right, yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, Punk came out and chased. MJF out there. Well, he came walking down the ramp, and MJF just threw his scarf in the gr- on the went in the ring mat, and then jumped out the ring and went through the crowd. And Punk really? just kind of walked around as if like he was going to kick shit out him. So I like, so it was as if like Tony Khan had said to Punk, "Go out and kick fuck out him." <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know if they were playing up the whole Punk doing the pipe bomb, and then MJF doing it, and Punk was coming out to maybe say, "Oh, what you ain't getting me all of a sudden?" And MJF's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm going." So I yeah, I, it's quite. Okay. I don't know. I kind of. I, I still. I'm. I don't know. I don't want to do my conspiracy theory, but I still think there's a lot more to it. And I, there's a part of me that still thinks Cody's going to be involved at some point. I, I think there's going to be an AWWE pay per view. That's what I'm, I I'm, don't. I'm calling. I it. really don't. Uh, I don't know. You call it. That's by, that. That's a call. It's a bold call. By twenty twenty five. Um, I don't know, and the reason I don't I don't think it won't is because WWE haven't. When was the last time WWE did a crossover event with anyone? They've done uh, a couple of things in New Japan, as in like they've they've um, they've done deals in New Japan where they could do shows in the Tokyo Dome and stuff, and New Japan kind of were like, yeah, that's fine. Um, they borrowed Jushin Thunder Liger ages ago. Um, we had the Beast in the East thing, the Brock Lesnar thing, but um, they've never done anything with Impact. I know, but I, I think just because it's never been done before doesn't mean it's never going to be done. They've just not done That's it true. yet. I mean, AEW is a big... Co- I, I just feel as if it would be better for WWE to do something with them than to actually go up against them again. Like, well, I think not? Vince thinks that they'll, that they'll um, fuck themselves over, is what I think. I think I think Vince is looking at it going like they're ne- they're never going to put us out of business, which is true, right? Oh, no, and he's not. like he's like they're not <clears throat> they're not really stealing the demographic that we we really want, aye, because they're still so kid orientated, aye, oh, I and until they start coming for that gra- demographic, then I don't think Vince is that fussed. That's my opinion, uh, or maybe, maybe he is. I don't know. Ma- I don't he's know. a psycho. Ma- Maybe you're right. I just feel like with Cody going and then M- M- this whole thing with MJF is the exact same kind of idea as the Cody thing. Like, oh, I'm not getting enough money, so I might go to WWE. And then at the same time, you've got Hangman <clears> saying, like, oh, he, does, like, he didn't want Punk to have the title and stuff, right? Obviously, Punk's an ex-WWE guy. I just feel as if there's a wee bit of kind of AEW-WWE kind of feud, kind of brewing in AEW. And I think the fact <clears> that if MJF, if MJF really does go to WWE here, because this looks like a storyline to me, I think it's got to be yeah. leading to something. Do you know what I mean? Even if it's just going to be that WWE are going to let Cody and MGF come back for a a match or something. Do you know what I mean? But I don't know. I feel like something. <clears throat> I think if MGF if, if MGF goes to WWE, then then I don't think we'll I don't think we'll see. Oh, I don't know. It's hard. I, I, 
I don't ever see a WWE-AW crossover happening, personally. But I think that's just because... Um, well, not until Vince is out of the picture. What do you mean by that? Sounded <laughs> 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 harsh. Not until Vince is out well, of the picture. <laughs> well, as soon as Vince is... Uh, as soon as my plan comes together. <laughs> nah. we'll, we'll be long dead before Vince is dead. I know, fucking hell, I know. He'll, live, he'll, he'll be 270 70 years old. Still booking the same old shit. Um, <clears throat> well, um, the crowd fucking hated MGF for this match. Oh. Uh, we're getting loads of fuck you MGF chants, asshole chants. Um, they were hot for Wardlow. Wardlow wins. It was good. Well... Good's not the right word. It was fucking interesting. That's probably the best I, way. It's the most interesting squash match I've seen in a while. I, was, I feel as if it's uh, it's probably the best squash, squash match I've ever seen. I like the fact that MGF kind of <clears> was <throat> still getting the better of Wardlow here and there, but you just knew as soon as Wardlow got hold of him that, that he was finished. Do you know what I mean? I felt as if that oh. was that. You were just waiting for Wardlow to get him and be like, power yeah. bomb. And once, it, once you get the first one, you're like, it's finished. And I, I quite <laughs> like that, the fact that it was kind of a squash like that, but the first power bomb, you're like, well, he's not going to do anything after this. Like, it's a power bomb symphony. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They could have went away where it was like, he took a power bomb, but then fought back. And then I'd have been like, nah, that's not what Wardlow does. I like the fact that they just went, nah, fuck it. Here you go. Here's your power bombs. That's the thing. So I, I, I'll, it's the kind of thing that WWE would book. Um, when they were pissed off at talent and they were just about to leave, they squash them, try and completely bury them, and then um, embarrass them on the way out the door. But like, I don't think MJF's going anywhere. No, not the sounds of things. Aye. I think I think Tony's given him the money. I think Tony's paid him. Said, look, here's a new contract. Or like, or being like, look, we'll give you bonuses until your contract signing, and this is what your new contract's going to look like. And he's gone, okay, fine. But he's like, but we're gonna we're we're gonna run a storyline. How about this? Aye. So you have to keep it quiet. Aye, hundred percent. I think so. And I think um yeah, it's it's gonna this this is gonna be a really, really fun storyline, I think. Aye, well. MJF I think those if MJF's been like that for how long now? Whatever MJF's done, we've enjoyed. Well well he said he said he's the second biggest draw, isn't he? But he never mentioned who was first. Yeah, that's crazy. Punk. I think so? Uh, a hundred, I mean, Tony Khan said about seven times it's him. Mm, fair enough. Uh, even in the, even in the, what do they call it? The press fucking scrum, the media scrum afterwards. Did you watch any of that? No, I never bothered. Um, Tony Khan and CM Punk together. I watched that one, and Tony Khan was like proper, like he was swearing and everything. I couldn't believe it. He was swearing, saying that like. CM Punk's the fucking guy. He has like brought in this much money. He's brought in that much money. It was he was pissed off because Eric Bischoff had said something about how, oh fuck, I can't remember. But Eric Bischoff was being a moany bastard about uh, CM Punk, um, like not bringing not uh, not being that much of a draw or something like that. And uh, then Tony Khan's like, are you uh, fucking high? Yeah, uh, he's, he's like brought in so much money. I uh, said that uh, Punk was a bust, didn't he? Biggest bust. Because he's not brought in the money that they expected, and then Tony can ah uh, fair enough. Tony can still yeah. Tony can just shat all over him, just like <laughs> nice. he's brought in more money than we expected. So fuck you. I, I mean that's quite rich coming for Bischoff because I think I don't know if I've mentioned on here before. Obviously, I've read a lot of the WCW stuff. Bischoff was blowing money; he was just throwing it away, and it wasn't his money. Yeah, and that's why WCW yeah. went bust. Tony can throwing away his own money. Tony can's got enough money that he can he can spend <clears> money for how long? Do you know what I mean? Whereas Bischoff yeah. was throwing away. Ted Turner's money. Do you know what I mean? So exactly, it's a bit rich coming for Bischoff, especially because I mean WCW was so bad that 
there was guys, what they used to do was if their flight got changed, they never took the old flight ticket off them, so they would just get refunded yeah. themselves and get the money. And it's like, how, yeah. how were they getting away with that? Well, I mean, they shouldn't have been. Aye. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. But I mean, as soon as you do that once, you should be sacked. Like, Aye. It's just... <laughs> but the point was, it, was um, just, it showed how much they didn't care. There was nobody looking after anything other than the NWO. That was Eric Bischoff. was looking after the NWO. Anything else, just do it yourself. Wasn't the NWO like the entire roster by the end of Probably, it? Probably, aye, aye. Um, right, cool. I'm I'm happy with all that MGF shite. Um, let's, the, let's, can I... Can sorry, I, on you go. I, yeah, I yeah, wanted, yeah, of course. I wanted to have a wee note that was my two favourite things about the... See the start and the end? The fact that um, Wardlow's kept in the holding cell. I loved that. The fact that they actually went backstage great. holding cell, let him out. That was and brilliant. I love, I love the fact that at the end they put up on the screen uh, Wardlow is all elite. Because obviously they've always done well. that for everybody, and I was like, "Oh, that's amazing! Like that's a good way to end this feud." Is Wardle is all elite? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. That that, that was brilliant. Ah, right, brilliant ending. Um, the next match was the Young Bucks versus the Hardys. I mean, let's let's be let's put all the cards on the table here. Um, Jeff was off. He was Aye. off in this match. He, he was he was a bit sloppy, but he became an injured, which is which is what came out after after the fact that came out that he that he started this match injured. Which I explains think, why he was off. I think he's taking something to help to kill the pain, and I think it's he's taking probably slightly more than he should have. I think that's what's happened there. I think somebody's been. I don't want to speculate on it just because it's, of because of I know, this I, issues I know, and but stuff. I think there was just wait. Like I say he just looked he just looked off. I don't feel as if he was. Yeah, out his face. I don't. It think might have just been an off dangerous. day. Ah, he was just. He just didn't. No, seem... he's sore. I mean, like if you come in injured and you're put, and you're doing a match like this against the Young Bucks, it's gonna be high bumps, high spots. I mean, it's. And then if you're a wee bit off, it's hard. I mean, I feel like the Young Bucks carried this entire match. Um, Matt right. Hardy's Matt Hardy, God Almighty. I mean, like it. The more I'm watching it, the more I'm like, this has to be their last run. Aye. And they need to make they need to do all the all the hits. So they've so they've done the Young Bucks match. Um they're gonna do a few more of the hits, uh maybe do another broken universe thing and then retire. That's what I think is gonna happen. I, I actually think that this match was pushed pulled forward. I think this match was gonna because they were teasing this in BTE and usually to tease something BTE it's like three months before they actually then tease it in T V. I feel as if they teased okay. this in BT and all of a sudden we get this match announced out of nowhere, I feel as if. I mean I'm not saying it was... It did it did feel a bit it did feel a bit like oh there was no build here, but then do you need a build? They hate each other or like they've always been they don't hate each other. They've been rivals for what, two seven well, years? Have you watched any BT recently? What was nah, basically I, happening I, I, was I tried but well, the Hardys kept going backstage and talking, like, they were meeting up with the Young Bucks and then they kept talking to them and the, like, the Young Bucks were being dead nice to them and the Hardys were getting yeah. annoyed and then they kept winding them up and being like, oh, we want the asshole Young Bucks, we want the asshole Young Bucks that we remember and all that. But every time the Hardys would leave the room, the Young Bucks would bitch about them behind their back, but the Hardys would always be listening in, like, oh, they're nearly there, they're nearly there. And then eventually, <laughs> like, the Young Bucks just said everything to their face and they're like, that's it, that's it, I think we're, I think we're there now. <laughs> So that it was kind of teased like that, but I still feel as if I think it's been pulled forward because I think maybe Jeff maybe is like probably worse off than we thought, and it's a case if they can get these matches done, then that's kind of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, did you yeah. see the see the promo before it? Um, I lost it when um, 
is that Matt got up first and he went, Elvis has left the building and Nick goes to Elvis as Matt and gets up and waits behind him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, stupid was that? <laughs> it was just to be Elvis as Matt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, I don't have any more notes for this. Um, Jeff's going to be recovering for a bit. Um yeah, that's that. I, I, I've got a few notes for this match because there's a few bits that I thought were hilarious. Like, obviously, like, the Bucks just doing the Hardys stuff and doing the Hardys taunts and all that. Um, mm-hmm. That popped me. I like the fact that Cutler got a chant and then was it Nick that jumped to the outside and, like, shoved Cutler because the crowd were chanting for him? <laughs> that fucking... The Young Bucks... I feel as if the Young Bucks always seem to be able to make me laugh in a match that seems off the cuff. It's not planned. Yeah. They just do some stupid. You're like, that's fucking. Why are they always doing stupid shit? But I think that's why I love the young bucks because they always seem to do something that just pops me every time. Yeah, I mean they always do. Yeah, they always get at least one good pop out of me every match as well. Aye, aye. But I think I think considering, um, obviously Jeff has said injuries, been all that. Matt's even recently. Matt's not been. He's obviously he's not in his prime anymore. But I think it was a right good match considering. Well, I enjoyed it. I think a lot, I seen a lot of people slag it off online and stuff, and I'm like, I don't, I don't see where you're getting any negative. No, I enjoyed it. Brilliant. I enjoyed it. I just felt that like um, it's starting to get. It's not. It's not as long in the tooth. I just feel like the Hardys are starting. You can feel like this is the end of their career now. Aye. Um, which which makes me sad to say. Uh, another wee note quickly is um, on BTE, the Hardys went and pulled up Gangrel. Because obviously Gangrel had been out with, um, so he says to Matt's like, what did you do that for? And Gangrel's like, they offered me a lot of money. And do you remember when Gangrel turned up with Sammy Guevara as well? Remember the feud with Matt? Yeah. And he says, well, yeah. what, what but then? And he's like, Gangrel's like, oh, he offered me a lot of money too. And Matt's like, see you next time somebody offers you a lot of money, I'll double it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm big money, Matt. He says, I might play a face in TV. He says, but I'm still big money, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I liked um I liked that I liked Brandon Cutler coming out as Lita. Was oh, it last was it last dynamite? That was oh. funny as fuck. See another <clears> thing that was in BT was actually he turned the box were standing, he came up dressed as Lita and they looked at him and they went, Oh it's alright, we've got Gangrel instead. And Cutler was gutted. <laughs> so then Cutler obviously <laughs> in my mind Cutler's then decided to go out like that because they've said it's cool we've got Gangrel. Cutler's just been like, no, man, this. I look nice, I'm going out. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I paid for the outfit. I'm not fucking taking it back. They were actually chanting it. as he was going backstage. They were actually chanting late at him, like the crowd as he was like leaving. <laughs> um, right, grand. Um, the next match was uh, Jade Cargo versus Anna J TBS title. I don't think this was shite out of ten. I thought this was all right. Um, oh, Jade's no. is it the Eye of the Storm move she does? It's like a big spinning thing. That's how she calls it. I think so. I. That's that's a good move. I like that. Um, I, just, I mean, have you got any, have you got any th- notes for the actual match? Because I was just going to talk about I, um, the so, debut. I feel as if this, the the start of the match was weird. Anna Jay seemed pissed off a couple of times. At one point, she went to hit Jay, Jade, and Jade kind of. I feel as if no sold it, and you seen Anna Jay getting mm-hmm. angry. And at one point as well, Jade went to the top rope, and Anna Jay was in the corner, and you could see that it was as if like. Anna Jade was like, no, corner, and Jade was like, top rope, as if, like, what are we doing here? And then Jade actually got down and went over and continued the match. Like, I feel as if yeah. the two of them were kind of off. As well, I feel as if think. Anna using the, the crutch at the end was obviously yeah. a heel move, and I'm like, obviously the crutch could put in the ring, she hit her in the stomach with the crutch, and I'm like, that's a heel move, so 
I don't obviously I don't think it's a heel turn, but I feel as if this happens a few times in AEW where it's a heel cheat to win. And I don't know. Some people are fine with that, but I feel as if heels shouldn't cheat to win. No, faces shouldn't cheat to win. Sorry, faces shouldn't cheat. Aye, sorry, I said. Aye, faces shouldn't cheat to win. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was just like expecting to be like, won't anybody think about the damn rules? <laughs> <laughs> I know nobody should cheat to win exactly. I know. <laughs> I know. I was right the first time. Nobody should be cheating. Everybody stick to the rules. We che- a- cheating is wrong, and we shouldn't be cheating. I totally I've, agree with you. I've changed my tune for my dirty Dave clean finishes. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. I, I yeah, I think you're right. You can take the um, debuts because I'm obviously not a WWE guy, so you're not bothered. Okay, so em- Ember Moon um, is out after the match. She's called Athena. Um, I'll slowly get used to that, and it looks like she's going to be the next. Uh, well, she is the next contender for the TBS champ. Spoiler alert. Um, is this so it? So is this it? Yeah, this is the one. You always say that? it. You always say that the one that the person who beats Jade isn't there yet. Uh, I is know, this, is she I there did now? say that. Well, I was going to say that to you. I was going to ask, but then you're not a big Ember Moon person, but like it could be. I don't see why it could. I mean, em- so Athena. I'll, I'll start saying Athena before we start doing the Daniel Bryan shit again. Oh, I know. Um, right, Athena's finisher. Have you seen it before? No. It's fucking awesome. It's, it's honestly one of the coolest finishers going right now. So she does... Like a, it's like a top rope stunner, but she jumps off and does like a, she does like a backflip and lands in front of you doing and pulls you into a stunner. Oh, nice! It's oh, it's so it's sick as tits. It's really good. I'm gonna so, I mean, Google after this. <laughs> yeah, no, you should. Uh, Google it now. Google it now. I want to hear your reaction. I'll, I'll Google it. Well, you you continue talking. Right, cool. Um, <clears throat> while we're waiting for Dave's reaction, um. Ember Moon's out. She's the next challenger for the TBS. And maybe she will win. This is the first time that I felt that maybe this could be the one. I also feel like Jade's not had it long enough. I think that she should... I don't know. She's got that kind of Brock Lesnar vibes. Maybe she should she should keep it for a, like a year, maybe. Um, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't they want know. to give it to someone else and make it a bit more competitive. I, I see. I don't like Jade. I don't feel as if Jade's had good matches with anybody, and I feel as if you want the TBS title to be good matches. Do you know what I mean? I think I give Jade loses it, and then maybe yeah. trains a good bit more. Well, I'm not Jade. I'm not saying she's a bad wrestler, but I just feel as if sometimes when you're watching her, you're like you can see like that that it, like I don't know. You just see a lot of mistakes in her matches, and I feel as if. I don't know if she's nervous a lot of the time, but a lot of the time you, you can tell what she's going to do before she does it. Like she can put the telegraphs mm-hmm. all her moves and you're like, I can, I don't know, it just doesn't, I just don't think she's a good wrestler. I mean, otherwise, everything I'm, else, she's, everything, by the way, do you know what only hit me the day that um, her name's Jade and obviously green is her colour, obviously because of money and yeah. stuff, but I only just realised that Jade yeah. is green as well and I was like, oh, that's quite cool. <laughs> yeah, I think she dressed, she dressed as Jade from Mortal Kombat as well. Remember when she came in as? When oh, I, I saw she did. I. Um, I've I've sent you a, a clip, a, a, a YouTube thing on on Discord there, of Ember Moon's. I've got. Eclipse. I just I just brought it up on name. Um, oh, that is nice. I like that. I, I like that. I'm like stealing. That? I'm stealing that. <laughs> you should steal it. I'm stealing that. 
just do it to people in the street. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. It's such a good finisher. Um, right, let's move on because we've got nothing else to say about that. Um, House of Black versus Death Triangle. Can I just say this? This was probably my favourite match of the night. Wait, what about the Malcolm Bivens thing? Is he... Is it Malcolm Bivens? I, I, I don't do know, you know who that is. See, I, I don't... We, we need Andy here for that because I think I think he's a later NXT guy. I don't I don't know. The other thing I, I want to respond to something that Andy said right enough because he said at the end he thought Statlander was going to turn heel. Um, yeah. I actually so think... I. See if you watch Statlander versus Ruby Soho, it would have actually yeah. made sense to turn Ruby Soho heel because Statlander, at the end of the match when Ruby Soho won, she get booed. People were buzzing for Statlander. I think if Statlander had won that match, the roof would have come off the place. I think actually, where Stat- was it? I don't know, but they were they were mass. What if you go back and rewatch that match? The crowd were massive on Statlander, and I think mm-hmm. I don't think the AEW know how over Statlander is, but I think she could be their top face, easy. Like maybe I'm wrong, but I think if you watch watch your Ruby Soho match again and listen to the crowd's reaction at the end. They seem pissed off yeah. that Statlander wasn't going to the final, even though it didn't actually make sense because she was only brought in as a replacement, weren't she? So yeah, who who was she replacing? Uh, who got injured? Oh, uh... Bunny? No. Penelope Ford? No. Um, woman. Hikaru Shida. Woman wrestler. Oh yeah, Hikaru yeah, Shida. yeah. Aye. She, maybe oh, yeah. she probably started, did she not go to Japan or something? And then she wasn't going to be back in time or something? Or... Fuck knows, man. But some, I, I, some I, I honestly can't remember. And she replaced her. But I, I definitely think Statlander... I'm tipping Statlander to be the next champion. There you go. Statlander's oh, my, Okay, that's that that's, a, that's a prediction. She's my new number <laughs> number one. Number two. Brett Baker will always so be number one. Statlander's my number <laughs> two. <laughs> so it's... um. Thunder Rosa, right? I can't think, but um, let let right. Let's let's fire on, and we'll get to Thunder Rosa later when we get to her. Um, so House of Black versus Death Triangle. Like I said, this was probably my favorite match of the night. It was just a fucking banger. I mean, the chemistry was just fucking brilliant. It's three. It's sorry. It's six guys who they all work a similar style. Um, they're all fucking awesome. And then um, the Julia Hart thing at the end. I mean, I mean, usually a match with a screw finish wouldn't be my favorite of the night, but this finish was fucking great. And it's been they've been building up to this for fucking months and months and months. And she's finally turned evil, spits with a black mist, and I'm like, that was great. I'm really happy with that. I loved it. I loved. Do you know what I loved at the start of the match was that they all done a bit each. Like two guys went in, and then they tagged out. Two yeah. guys went in, and they tagged out, and then it was like all three came in as if like, no, no, fuck this. This is fucking a war. And then they all started knocking fuck it. Oh, I just loved that. What well, I loved, yeah, I, I loved, loved the it. fact that Phoenix was in against Malachi Black at first too, because I would say that Malachi Black was their leader, and Phoenix is yeah. the reason that we've not had this match yet because he's mostly he was out injured. So I feel as if yeah. putting him in is not like now it's, and I feel. I feel the screwy finish as well means that we're like, no, no, they didn't deserve that. So I still think I would, I would watch this match again. I know Andy says he's bored with it, but I don't know. I, I, I kind of no, like I, this. Good. Yeah, I, I think it's time for the feud to fizzle out. Um, but that, if that's the end of the feud, that was a fucking great match. If they need to have one more match afterwards because of the screw finish, then fine. I'm fine with that, but I think it should end soon. But what would they do with that? Would they be like Julia Hart's band for... Oh, that was the other thing. 
um, I wanted to say that Randy said was about the, oh, you think they've got a good light guy? Does he not understand that it's the magic that turns out the lights, not the... <laughs> no, like, no. The, Undertaker <laughs> the Undertaker didn't go, quick, I'm heading out, Stick, turn the lights off. Malachi Black doesn't not go, here, lighting guy, I'm on my guy. way out, turn the light off. He's, it's the magic, he's, so... I mean, he's, he's like going to the light guy being like, here, I'll tell you what, mate, here's 20 quid, right? As soon as it's fucking... As soon as you see Julia Hart give you the wink, lights off, right? <laughs> exactly, like, that's not how it works. <laughs> The other one was, um, uh, I was thinking to myself, if see if Death Triangle added another member, would they become yeah. Death Square, which would sound stupid, or Death Rectangle? No, they'd be, they'd be Death Quadrangle. Death Quadrangle? Oh, that works. Yeah, because we've we, we, we done... Did we not, I think me and Andy used to say that whenever they had... Um, no, it was Death Biangle we had when, bi- when, when Phoenix was out. Death uh, Biangle. So the Biangle. So then it'd be, aye, Quadrangle would make sense then. Continue on. Aye. See, yeah, I, I, went, I was Death going quadrangle. with the shapes. I was going with the shapes. I was going with Triangle then. Would it be Square or Rectangle? But aye, that makes sense. I like that. Cool. It could be Death Rectangle. But um, uh, see, I think I could, Death, Death Quadrangle has a kind of fucking uh, pompousness to it that I like. Aye, plus Death Rectangle sounds weird because <clears throat> Square would make Rectum. more sense. <laughs> <laughs> right anyway I'm, there I'm rambling shit <laughs> fucking trigonometry that's, that's what people come to this podcast for trigonometry um, um, we're too trigger happy that's what we are um, right next match was Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole baby and you know what first disappointment of the, of the night was it? yep for me it was right I think because remember I can, oh, I've always said that I'm not a massive Joe fan I've not watched yeah. a lot of Joe to be a massive Joe fan, so I think for me, I enjoyed this match because for for me, it was something different. But I suppose I don't know. I liked it. I feel as if I liked I it. Adam the, Cole does the same thing every time. No, I. He needs a bit of a change. I, I, I mean, I love him, right? I do love him, but his matches are always the same. And uh, Samoa Joe, <sighs> Samoa Joe should have won this. I, I, I feel like Samoa Joe. And Ruby Soho should have won the the Owen. Think so? No, I don't. I see. I yep. quite like this. Um, I, talking about the Owen thing quickly again, just because you said that there was. Um, did you hear Jr. saying at the start that when he spoke to Martha Hart, he cried and he wasn't ashamed to admit it? Yeah, <laughs> that popped yeah. me. Just the fact he's like, I spoke to her backstage and I cried and I'm not ashamed to admit it. And I'm like, nice Jr. <laughs> fair play. <point. laughs> but I mean, like, Jr. watched him die. You know what I mean? I know. I know. It was... That's for. I mean, like, there was a point when he when he was talking about Owen, and I was like, "Oh God, this is actually hard to listen to him talk about this." Aye, no, I know, but I think that's <clears throat> that's what kind of makes this so this tournament so kind of exciting as well. Like, is the fact that like, as for some, I think in fact we'll move on to that once we're talking about Martha Hart. I'll leave that now because I've I think I've got some notes yeah. in that. But aye, okay. Um, well, let me, let me tell you about this match then. It wasn't a bad match, just. It was your typical Adam Cole and AEW match. They're all kind of the same. Um, I'm feeling like he needs a wee bit of a change up, but then they're not. They're not going to change him up because it's working, and he's still over as fuck. But Joe, oh, I don't know, man. I mean, like, can you imagine fight anyone fighting Samoa Joe and winning, other than what Brock Lesnar, maybe? Well, but then Brock if you Lesnar. beat him in Tesco, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. So I mean, like, so I mean. All, all his magic is gone. I don't know. There's, there's not many people on the card of AW I could look at and go. Legitimately, I think you could batter Samoa Joe. I, I agree with you there, but it's wrestling. <laughs> I know, I know it's wrestling. I know it's wrestling. 
sometimes I get like that though. I, I, sometimes I'm just looking at it going like, see if this was fucking, see if this was like weighted. You'd be in completely different weight classes. Aye, oh, no I, way. I, Adam Cole would get out of a rear naked choke from Samoa Joe. There's just no fucking, no chance. In fact, uh, talk, anyway. talking about him trying to get out, did you see the bit he was trying to get to the ropes and Joe had him out and his referee saying to him, do you quit, do you quit? And he's shouting, I'm going to get there, I'm going to get there. And, I, <laughs> and he's just <laughs> reaching for the ropes. He just keeps saying to the referee, I'm going to get there. Um, I didn't like the championship cover, as Stone Cold calls it, where he, like, he took fucking two minutes or whatever to fucking cover Joe after a boom. That was a bit Aye, aye, did. I know. I don't know why him did this. That it's weird. It's. I feel as if you're kind of burying a guy if you do that. Uh, so so Stone Cold's thing of it and on his podcast is he says it's good for when you're winning a title, um, because it really shows that you actually did beat the guy. It's uh, very definitive. But like, which is probably why they're why why he, oh, I don't know. Maybe that's why he done it. But anyway, mm. I wasn't that happy with this match. What did you did you like it? I enjoyed it. I, it, I mean, I'm not going to say it was a banger or match tonight, but I enjoyed it. It was a good match. In fact, I don't even know what I would say was match tonight. I suppose we can get into that at the end. But um, I was, yeah. it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Let's say um, Bobby Fish coming down. I feel as if I felt like his right. the the men's tournament had this kind of screwy kind of interfere finish. Mm-hmm. Because I feel as if when it's an own heart tournament or something, I feel like there should be a kind of respect thing there that like, no, do you know what? We don't interfere. This is a Bret Hart tournament. Yeah. This isn't AEW. Or like a specific well. rule. Aye, like it's a specific rule of like if anyone comes down ringside, that person's qual- uh, disqualified from aye, the tournament. Hundred percent. Aye, like <clears throat> like we will use VAR for this. <laughs> yeah, it's VAR. Yeah. Um, right. Okay, let's let's move straight into the other um, Owen match, right? So we've got one winner there. We've got Adam Cole, bye bye, and then it's Britt Baker, your girl versus Ruby Soho. Right, I've got two questions for you, right? Right. First question is: Did you mark out for Rancid? Oh, mate, lost it. Could not believe. I did just... as well. I marked out for Rancid. And the fact they played did the you... full song. They played the song for the yeah. start. They didn't just burst into her music. They played the because I couldn't like. I was like, oh wait a minute, they're starting the song here. And I was like, is she going to come out to this? And then I was like, no, she waited to kick in. I'm like, that was brilliant. Yeah, great. Um, did you mark out for Fozzy Man? Hundred percent. No, he's done that a few times, and <laughs> I don't know. He just run. <laughs> I feel as if watch it again. Britt Baker seems as if she's trying to get away from him until she actually goes in the ring, and she's like, he's still there. <laughs> can I, Can I just say something? I will not watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm gonna laugh. It's so bad. Oh, he's done it. Maybe he done it for Jericho at one point as well, and he was, oh, was so shit. shit. Oh, shite! I just like, and like they done. I'm so glad they done it that way around because how funny it would have been if they done the whole rancid thing and then fucking Britt Baker done that. And you'd I be know. like, that's so shit. So Ruby gets the big entrance right. And the big build-up, she's got a jacket on saying, time for a change. I was like, okay, well, there you go. Ruby's going to win. And then, like, I instantly went, no, but Adam Cole just won. I was like, ah, oh, so she's going to lose. Aye. I was like, but she's got all that that get-up. and it... I was like, this isn't a swerve. This is just kind of stupid and shit. Aye. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe a wee bit, but I, I, although I will say, I think that it was a good match. Um, I did pop see at the start, again, back to Rancid. <clears throat> See when Ruby actually comes out, she looks into the camera and just points over her shoulder and goes, that's rancid. And you're like, I know. I, know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like that, yeah. <laughs> but by the way, do you think they were there as well because obviously Lars and Punk are best pals, aren't they? 
So maybe because he was winning the title, they were like, "Ah, oh, well, fuck it, that's a good night to turn up." Like it, so yeah, it wasn't so yeah, much maybe. about it wasn't so much about Ruby going over. It was like, well, you know what, Lars is going to be there, so we can have the whole band there. Because I think it's punk. I think punk's pals with the whole band, didn't it? I think. Um, I have no idea. It was originally an operation. I said, I said yeah earlier on, but that was more just to like kind of keep, I, keep I, your momentum up. Because they didn't actually know. I'm sure on his DVD, Lars was on it talking about him a lot because he was originally right. pals with them when they were in Operation Ivy, and then when they moved to Rancid, then he's obviously stayed pals with them. So my knowledge is so out of depth right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I absolutely believe you. Um, right, so Britt Baker won this with a roll-up reversal. She won clean for the first time in fucking... Uh, fucking who knows? God knows. Aye. Um, <clears throat> I, 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 I take it you were buzzing with this. I, I was shocked. I I did actually say that I thought Britt was going to win before, but then I was convinced with Rancid being there that Ruby was going to win. And then um, I didn't... And then once I realised it was the couple that won and they're both heels... And like I was just like, this is a. I mean, it was a big inaugural tournament. Your faces should win, right? Could this be a face turn? But I like the way Britt Baker kind of finished the match, and she kind of walked over to Ruby, mm-hmm. took her hand, helped her up, and then kind of pulled her back the way, and then just walked past her in disgust, as if like there I done the face thing that I have to do, and I feel as if it was like <clears> a forced sign of respect for Britt Baker, and I loved yeah. it. <laughs> I think so. So th- from from watching Dynamite. They're not doing a face turn. Oh, definitely. I've not seen all. all yeah. seen so all they're not. So there's nothing. So that's not spoiling anything. There's no big thing. Just there's no character change, and right. they both come out with their belts, and they're both right. still dickheads. So did like, they came, no. Did they come out together? I want to know. They came out with their belts because no. um, remember at one point, Brett kind of joined the elite, the elite. and then disappeared. Like she just she had like that was for were they not. They were fighting Orange Cassidy and Statlander. Aye, that but, was what that was for. No, I get that, but why did like why do you still see her kind of with them now, or is that just like oh, there's a female in the other <laughs> the the other team? We need you again, and then as soon as it's back to all men, it's like nah, it's just men. It's just us boys out there having a match. <laughs> it's like babe, I told you I'm hanging with the boys. <laughs> um, fuck knows, man. Um, right, I mean. Right, okay. The Another one thing, thing I say is... I, sorry, right, just, it's even Cole brought out the t-shirt for Brit, right? At the end, he came out, he yeah. had the t-shirt and they had the one in her hand. I'm like, what would have happened if Ruby had one? Would he have come out with a t-shirt for Ruby? Like, would he even come out and be like, there's a t-shirt for you? I don't think so. Or maybe, yeah, maybe Tony would have. Oh, I realised something as well when I was... See, when I was making notes for this match... Um, yeah. This is gonna. This is a silly one, but I wanted to say this is see the first time I done this podcast, the Owen mm-hmm. Hart tournament had just been announced, oh, shit. and we were talking oh, about right? it because remember I had I had took loads of notes and I had loads of own stories, and I think in the first time I done the podcast, I told a few own stories because I thought about doing one on here, and I'm like, no, I've done them before, and I was like, oh, that was my first podcast was when the Owen Hart tournament had oh, just been announced. Hell. So there you go. Well, Came full circle. Tough. There you go. And Brett Baker won. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. It's been written in the stars. Um, right, let's talk the ceremony then. So, Tony the Shagger was Tony the Cuck. He got fucked oh, off by Adam Cole. Oh, I know that was that um, was awkward, didn't it? <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't. I I actually don't like that 
story at all. I wish it wasn't a thing. Ah, uh, it's kind of weird. It kind of makes me feel awkward. I'm like, it's, oh, I just it's, yeah, it's way too. <laughs> it's way too creepy. It's like I don't. I don't like it. Uh, um, <clears throat> uh, Martha Hart comes out. Um, Mr. Pizza and Burgers himself, Tony Khan. He's out with her. Um, I like the chance to thank you, Martha, and all oh, that. Um, but this is the thing. This is when you realise that they were in no rush to in this pay per view whatsoever because this went on for a while. Oh, um, uh, the belts. Sorry, Jr. The straps. They looked great. I thought. Um, the trophy. A bit strange. There's one trophy, so the so both their names will get put on the trophy, but. This only works because they're a couple. Like, no, what there's was actually more. Joe and Ruby going to do. There is two trophies. Um, did that? I don't know if I shared the picture in the group, but they did actually post a picture with the two of them with two trophies and two belts. So there are definitely. There you is. Go, then. I can send you. I in fact, I'll, corrected. I'll send you the name. What's up? Um, but as well, did you know that the belts are actually based off of the old Stampede belts? I did see that. That's really cool. That's it. Like it's basically really cool. just. I thought that was quite cool. Um, um, did did you have a point about Martha Hart bef- from before? Uh, I think I was just talking about the fact that it was quite emotional. See when she came out and the crowd were chanting like "Thank you, Owen" and stuff. I, yeah, I thought. It was I, a, felt, it was I felt. I felt as if like, they were chanting for Owen. They were chanting "Thank you, Martha." I feel as if it was only then it kind of clicked that she's hated, not hated wrestling, but she's been away from wrestling for years. She knows what yeah. people have thought of Owen. She knows how Owen was respected, but I think for her to be in front of a crowd like that and realise <clears> it, like it was probably quite a big deal here. Do you know what I mean? To be in yeah, front definitely. of a crowd and realise that, no, like, Owen, like, as much as she thought Owen and WWE, I don't like wrestling, I think that was the moment where she's like, no, but the fans love Owen. Do you know what I mean? And I, I, I quite enjoyed yeah. that. I'll be yeah, honest, I get, I get a bit emotional myself. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit it, JR. You're not say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, um, the next part of the card was the men of the year and Paige Van Zandt versus Mankey Frankie, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conte. Um, you see the UFC belts they came out with, right? Aye. Do you think they were fake? Or do you think they were the real deal? Well, you know, um, he's got the, all the belt makers on speed dial, so <laughs> could be yeah. me. Yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, assuming that, I'm assuming they're going to be fake, so I'm assuming they're not going to be running about with the real belts. I but... do. I reckon the especially the well, yeah. I think I think they must have been fake because I mean, so, I mean the bad motherfucker belt that he took um, is a one of one. That's the only belt of that in, in the world. Well, he's still so running about with that, fucking... isn't Because he had that on mm. the vlog. He says, "Oh, that's what? why I'm still the BMF champion," and he still had Sammy still had it. So that's bizarre. So um, so it must be fake. Aye, um, it needs to be fake. Um, fucking what's his name probably gave it to him. Um, Dan Lambert probably aye, gave it to him. Aye, he's probably just said, I keep aye, Dan Lambert's seen that. <clears> I keep that fake belt. I, I think Dan Lambert's actually brand new in real life. He seems yeah, he's like apparently he's apparently sound as fuck. Oh, he seems, mm. and I think the fact, I think that's how he gets away with so much as well. Because, like, people yeah. are like, oh, he's actually quite a nice guy. Um, right, okay, here we go. Cody and sorry, Cody, the, the, the Cody Vader is back. Sammy and Ty using the Cody Vader. Aye, and Ty coming out dressed as Maleficent. Yeah, well, that and was Sammy weird. was as well. What was that about? Aye, that was that was that was weird because I was like, and I was like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Sammy's was weird. Seen... I'm like, why didn't he dress as something? I don't know. 
Have you seen um this It's Always Sunny episode where they do the wrestling and they're dressed as the Eagles of America, aye, aye. The American Eagles? Aye. That was Sammy. Oh, I <laughs> with the feathers. <laughs> um, <clears throat> right, Paige Van Zandt. She's very green, um, but she's definitely put some training in, and it wasn't the best of this kind of MMA crossovers or whatever. But I think she's got a lot of potential. She done that um, Mishinoku driver. That was scary as fuck. Did you oh, see that? I, I, I don't know if it's just the angle you've seen it for, but I did look a bit yeah. iffy. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I was the same. I, I'm, I'm like, please God, say that's just the angle. But they didn't have another angle of it. But um, when you saw it, I was like, Ty Conti is dead. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> but she got I, up and she seemed okay. Uh, I think Paige Van Zandt, to me, she looked nervous. See, when <clears throat> she was taking stuff, like, she done a bit, yeah. she hesitated in a couple of moves. And obviously, the big thing you're always told in wrestling is, don't hesitate. So I think, yes. if anything, I'd say she looked nervous. I, but I think other than that, she looked decent. Like she, yeah. I think she a lot of stuff she did do, she'd kind of done all right. She's done well. Yeah, I agree. Done decent. And I think, I think, um, do you know what? The end of this match was really good for me because Frankie uh, Kazarian kind of like ditched Sammy and Ty for a bit. He's like, oh fuck you guys, man, I'm out. And I kind of got out of the way. They were getting battered. And then Ty called him out for it later on, and he saw Sammy about to batter him, so he died. And then Ty Conte got kicked in the face, and and then um, it was the TKO from Scorpio Sky, and that was it. It was uh, done. Um, the feud's over. They can't challenge Scorpio for the belt ever again. Hallelujah! Um, but we're definitely getting a Frankie and Sammy feud. Oh, hundred percent. But can I just say this yeah. was my surprise match of the night. Well, I As really, in, like, you were surprised I you really enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Oh, I, I like, I enjoyed it probably a lot more than I thought I would. And yeah. I mean, I, I was, I thought I was ready to enjoy it, but I was surprised at how good. Obviously, Paige Van Zandt, it was her first match, but the what the men in the match, how good the actual yeah. match was, was unreal. And I like how this match is kind of, <sighs> it's done a lot of things at once. Is it's kind of moved Sammy away for the TNT title. It's mm-hmm. get moved, obviously, Frankie away from Scorpio Sky the now, do you know what I mean? So it kind of, it dealt with yeah. a lot of situations at the same time. And it's, it was well yeah, made, totally obviously, Sammy and Frankie are going to go into a feud. And so I I, I think that's my, I, I don't know, I thought it was a brilliant match. I, I, I did as well. But, um, I think it accomplished a lot. I think it, it also solidified um, Scorpio uh, and Ethan Page as heels again. So I, Sammy, Sammy and Ty leave as heels Scorpio and Paige Van Zandt and Ethan Page leave as heels and Frankie leaves as a face. Aye. All good. Win, kick, win, 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 The kick that Sammy gave Ty but was fucking solid. I think that's oh, funny. Oh, fucking got her. Aye, well, obviously. fucking got her. It was stiff as fuck. Aye, it reminded me, I used to, when I used to wrestle, my ex-wife used to wrestle and like, mm-hmm. often if there was a, something like where she had to take a move or I had to take something for her, it was often like, no, remember, hit me hard and like, you we always did hit each other after. <laughs> so I as soon as I seen that I'm like that's 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 true love. They've talked that about was, that. That yeah. was respect there, do you know what I mean? He's been like, Do you know what? I'm gonna kick your fucking head off. She's went, Do it <laughs> I liked the bit as well where Sammy was saying to Frankie before he tagged him in, he's like, You ready? Teamwork, are you ready for teamwork? And he's like, Teamwork tagged him in. <laughs> he, he pissed he pissed Frankie right off see the other night as well with the the belts when they were destroying the belts and he says to um Sammy says to Frankie, you think what I'm thinking? And Frankie goes, I hope I never think, I'm never thinking what you're I thinking. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Um, I- yeah, I mean, this match, yeah, fuck it, we've said it. 
it it accomplished what it needed to accomplish, and I think it fixed a lot of things that were going wrong. I'm Aye, happy with that. Definitely. Um, so the next match for me was my surprise match of the night. Um, Darby Allen versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um, this was a fucking banger. It was an absolute fucking banger. And do you know what? And I think this is why, in hindsight, I wasn't that big on the Joe Cole thing. Joe Cole. I just, <laughs> uh, Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. Um, this would have been a, such a better final for the Owen. Uh, my... I'm, I'm, that that's a hill I'm willing to die on. I think Darby Allen and Kyle O'Reilly getting there, and then everyone being like, "Well, obviously Darby's going to win," and then Kyle O'Reilly wins. I know that was fucking weird. great. I, I feel as if do you not feel as if Kyle O'Reilly's been given a, a kind of push the past few weeks, like away yeah. from Bobby Fish. That's I, this has been a weird thing for me. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to rack my brains to figure out what's going on here. I mean, well, Bob, so Bob, sorry. I, I was, was just going to say that, like in NXT, Kyle O'Reilly was like a was like a big a big solo dude. Uh, but I feel as if the fact they were tagging like him and Bobby Fish, mm-hmm. and there's been nothing about Bobby Fish being injured or anything. So I'm like, is I don't know. This um, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Because I um, obviously I was looking. I was thinking it was going to be Cole and Redragon. This trio title's on its way into like how many trios have we got right now? Yes. Like you've yeah, got, and I think to House of Black deserve that. No, so? right. Well, I think we'll get. Maybe mm-hmm. this is this is a. I was gonna say maybe this is a conversation later, later. But um, no, no, you 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 carry on. I won't kill your thought. Well, you know who I think is going to win it is the Young Bucks and Hangman and Adam Page. That that would that's, be great, actually. That is my wet dream. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, though. Well, I'm going to bed in a few. Hours. I don't know, mate. Who knows? <laughs> right, <clears throat> um, right. Fuck it. We'll get we'll get to that later because we got the Hangman thing coming up, and we can chat about right. um, Hangman. Um, Darby Allen versus Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly won. Um, Randy said that it was only a knee drop away, but really it was three penalty kicks and a knee drop. I I think Randy's got a thing. I'm I'm kind of the same with this top rope knee drop being a, a kind of finisher. I suppose if it's a like, I sometimes think there's a big difference between a finisher, like a real hard finisher like the F5, or an exclamation yeah. mark finisher, where it's like, the match is won, but you do that wee extra bit to be like, haha. And I don't know if that's what his move is, yeah. is like his top rope knee drop is, like you say, <clears> if it was three, do you know what I mean, three kicks and then, then that's his kind of, yeah. just his finisher that's like, no, I've got you down in the mat, and I've got time to go to the top rope and drop a knee on you, do you know what I mean, so... Yeah, I don't mind it, but I get where Randy's coming from. It doesn't feel like a a finisher on its own. Like if yeah. if the guy was on the mat, you would oh, be that's that finisher because it doesn't feel that. I don't know. But then sometimes, sometimes it's about the presentation of it. I think like you can make something that doesn't look like a finisher into a finisher. Like um, I mean Braun Strowman's finisher was is is a running power slam, and. Aye. When Randy Orton does power slam, and he 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 does a brilliant power slam, I hate to compliment him, but he does. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a finisher, but when Braun Strowman does it because it has finished so many people, it feels like a finisher. Aye, I suppose when people have DDTs as finishers, do you know what I mean? Aye, but Jake's is the best. <laughs> oh, Jake is the master of the DDT, not the DDP. Um, <clears throat> right. Um, should we move on? Aye. Okay. Um, women's title match: Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. This was fucking great. 
this was a really really good match it was really well, fast paced it was I, it was hard hitting and I think that's what's been missing from the women's division because all the women's matches feel really slow and this one didn't at all I was just about to say but, I've actually got no notes in this match because I enjoyed it so much because I just I'm the like same. Say, it was fast paced so I was like I didn't have time a lot of time during the match you get time to stop and whereas like nah I've just, I didn't have a second to stop him like a kind of so it's, uh, I've got no notes in this match but I loved the match enjoyed it yeah, great. I what do totally you think, I think? What do you think of Thunder Rosa as a champion so far? Is it like her title run? Like, I think I think it's been all right. Uh, I think she's been good. I, I've always liked Thunder Short, Rosa, isn't it? Apart from the fact she can't yeah, set up a table. So <laughs> yeah, she can't set up a table to save us all. But the fucking AW tables are awful. Um, I know. In fact, just while you remind <clears> me, did you see? You know how they kept advertising for DraftKings. Yeah. It's like a, a gambling app. And at one point, I'm sure they mentioned that you can bet on things like how many tables will be broke. And I'm like, mm, I don't think I'd bet on that in AEW. How gutted Zero. would you be in the main <laughs> event? Main event, and the guy's supposed to go through the table. In fact, Moxley done it, was supposed to go through the mm. table and doesn't. And you don't get your payout. <laughs> I'd be gutted. <laughs> Yeah, I would. I would just have to put zero down. It's like Aye. I bet it's a table match, and I'm like, yeah, still zero. <laughs> Doesn't mean they're going to break. <clears throat> it's like, yeah, well, he he touched the table, so we're going to count that as a win. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck it. This was this was good. Um, and yeah, it sounds like we don't have much to say, so let's move on. Wait, the only thing I'm going to say as well, Serena Deep. What, what do you think is going to happen with her next? She's she just feels as fuck if she's knows. too good right now. Not to have a title or something. Like I feel as if Serena Deeb's just she's been outstanding <clears throat> she's the a past feud. few months. She needs a feud, uh-huh. um, and it can't be Sheeta for the love of God. Um, <clears throat> maybe have a go after the TBS title. Stick her with Death Triangle and she can smash Julia Hart. <laughs> <laughs> she's, the right, t- she's the right person for it. Aye, she's, definitely. She's, she's the right. Per- I mean, she's a grumpy cunt just like them. Aye. Sorry, she posted a picture with Punk the other day. The two of them standing. Who did? Deep. Aye, see, because they used to be the Straight Edge Society. Oh, another thing I found out recently. Oh, they a wee, did. A wee bit of trivia. Remember why yeah. she got kicked out of the Straight Edge Society? No. She was caught in the uh, like, sitting at a bar. Like, it was CCT footage at a bar and her and she was sitting with a guy having drinks. Oh, my God. Do you know who that guy was? Uh, No. Adam Cole, baby! (laughs) No, it wasn't. It was. Was it? It was. I'll see if I can find the picture (laughs) and I'll send you it. See, this annoys me because sometimes Uh, I don't send things to the chat because I'm like, I've sent too much today. (laughs) But it was Adam Cole. That's funny. Adam Cole, baby! It was like, I saw on Reddit the other day and it was... Um, Jember Miro's sorry Rusev's entrance uh, WrestleMania the one outside was that WrestleMania 30 30 no WrestleMania 31 29 doesn't matter right it was the one it was the one where Miro comes out in the tank oh uh, against John Cena and one of the Russians in inverted commas who's holding up the Russian flag is Ricky Starks is that nice? Yeah. <laughs> he people be a Russian. <laughs> Ricky Starks. <laughs> I think Ricky Starks, you're like, you look, you look at him now and you're like, how the fuck did, did Vince look at him and go, yeah, he's definitely a Russian. <laughs> um, right. Uh, I have some notes on the anarchy in the arena. I'm not, I mean, we've not really been blasting through. Let me just see some, let's, let's just do the overview, right? 
this was fucking mental. Oh, I, 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 mean, I, sh- I struggled to keep up with the start. It was so mental. Oh, same. Totally couldn't keep up with it. <clears throat> um, and fucking Justin Roberts saying, ladies and gentlemen, shit's about to hit the fan. <laughs> fucking <Aye. brilliant>. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it was really weird. They were fighting. The music was still playing for fucking ears. I don't know if they just forgot to turn it off or they... I mean, like, ob- and then, well, this I was, I was, I was there going, like, are they going to turn off Wild Thing? Is this going to keep playing? And I actually found it hard to concentrate on the match with that playing. Um, and then Jericho rips out the fucking sound box. So it was definitely a... I've sorry, got a theory. It was it definitely just hit- a work. It's just hit me. What's that? Wild Thing never stops playing until Moxley's in the ring. So Wild Thing wasn't going to stop playing until Moxley was in the ring. So that's why Jericho had to play the speaker because the the sound guy, obviously Randy, I agree with this one. Doesn't stop the music until the wrestlers in the ring. That's his job. That's literally the one rule. Don't stop unless they tell you. Let MJF cut my music. But right, so Malachi, that. so Malachi Black has paid off the lights guy, Aye. and John Moxley's paid off the sound guy. Aye, don't stop my music till I'm in that fucking ring. There's a lot of fucking um, corruption going on here. With the, <laughs> <laughs> um, with the AW roadies. Aye. Um, right, yeah, I mean, that was bizarre. Um, Jericho smashed the soundboard. When, when Jericho smashed the soundboard and the whole crowd started booing him, I actually said out loud, oh, thank fuck. I just, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd had enough. I, um, I enjoyed it so much more once it was done. But I think the crowd weren't seeing what we were saying, where we were like jumping from place to place all over the fucking arena while the music was playing. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was <clears throat> like it was hard to keep up with. Um, I mean, how many BJ's were there in this match? Oh, so many! It was like it was a super BJ party. BJ party. <laughs> a BJ party. <laughs> Who doesn't love a BJ party? What is Randy's <laughs> deal with try to spot blades? <clears throat> He's obsessed with spotting a blood light match, isn't he? I like it, though. I like it. I like it when he sends me videos and goes, there you go, by the way. That's that's where it was. You could see his blade falling out. I'm like, how the fuck did you spot that? He's got, he's got to get a job working with the police. He could literally be like oh. the CCTV guy for any time to catch him do a blade. There, the blade. I can see the blade there. And I think, like, the blade like, there? It's right there. there. Go, mate. <laughs> I was like, there you go, mate. I, you get that. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking crazy absolutely crazy he could spot a pube in a midgey's boss act <laughs> <clears throat> um, right let me tell you all the people who love who love a BJ in this match right. are you ready uh, John Moxley loves a BJ oh of course uh, Matt Menard loves a BJ uh, Cool Hand Angelo Parker loves a BJ uh, Brian Danielson loves a BJ Eddie Kingston loves a BJ. Um, let me stand, stand, stand by. Double checking. I think that's everyone loves a BJ. But I also have a question for you. Who had the sloppiest BJ? Who had the sloppiest BJ? Oh, Eddie Kingston. Yeah, he was absolutely Eddie Kingston covered. Had this, that's correct. He had the sloppiest BJ <laughs> the whole match. Oh. <clears throat> um. For anyone who's listening for the first time, 
Um, we are talking about blade jobs. I was just <laughs> going to say that. <laughs> like, I was sitting here and I'm like, I should maybe mention the fact that like we're talking about blade jobs. We're talking about that. blading. Well, I mean, like I thought, I thought they probably clicked because um, we're talking about Randy being able to spot a blade. But um, yeah, there you go. We are talking about blading. Um, but everybody in this match loves a BJ. Loves a BJ. Um, right, man. This was just fucking mental. I've got, I've, I've got too many notes for this. Let me just talk about a couple of things that I thought was fucking mental. Um, see when John Moxley took the fire extinguisher to his eyes. Aye. Do you know I was just thinking? Very I, dangerous. I just, Very aye. dangerous. The referee was actually picking wee bits of like what's that? What is that yeah. stuff? Like foam stuff? Maybe he was actually picking yeah. out his face, and it, you could see it was actually sizzling on his face. And I was like, oh, so the <clears> fuck. <throat> Yeah, it, it was it, it it would have been a it was a dry ice one, so it wouldn't have like been that bad. But he was too close. I think uh, it was it was a bit too point blank because you're supposed uh, to do it from a bit far away and it doesn't hurt. Uh, apparently as well. In fact, I think it was Pat McAfee I was watching, and he was or somebody was watching something on Pat McAfee, and they were saying that when you take a fire extinguisher in the face, you're supposed to take a deep breath before you get it because basically, yeah, definitely, as that hits you, all the oxygen roundabout you disappears. So you like mm-hmm. you could really be struggling if you don't. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds horrible. When I was young, I set the fire extinguisher off at school. I punched my exercise. Thought it'd be funny. Blasted in my pal's face. I'm talking like primary <laughs> three or something here. By the way, I'm not talking like high school. I'm talking like seven year old fucking. Do you know what? I'm gonna fucking blast that. <laughs> <laughs> That's class. Um, right. Let's talk Eddie Kingston with the with with the can of petrol. Right. Fuck everything else. That's what we should talk about. That image of him walking down with a can of petrol looking like a fucking zombie covered in blood. Pours it on Chris Jericho, uh, who is currently in a a hold with Brian Danielson, who gets soaked in petrol as well. He pulls the lighter out. Brian Danielson jumps up, slaps lighter at his hand. He's like, what the fuck are you playing at? Probably rightfully so. And then Eddie Kingston turns on Daniel Bryan. (laughs) Oh, fuck, <laughs> fucking hell. I've gone so far. <laughs> Every fucking episode, man. Oh, see, I just say Brian, Brian all the Danielson. time. <laughs> Brian, I know, but I feel like if I keep saying Brian, I'm not on first name basis with him. I should be saying Danielson. Um, oh, anyway, he turns on Brian Danielson. Uh, mate, uh, this was fucking wild. I mean, Aye. so... Randy says about um, Brian Danielson just gave up, but that's not what I thought. I thought he passed out. I did. Pa- oh, he's just trying to cause trouble. Yeah. He's trying to make out that the the um, Eddie King that he done it to piss off Eddie Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> he told me that the other day. He says I, I think he just done it to piss off Eddie Kingston. I'm like, that makes no sense. <laughs> I loved. <laughs> Sorry, how'd you go? Uh, what I was going to say, Stephen, Stephen, who actually poured the lighter fluid. Well, it was petrol, yeah. not lighter fluid. It was fucking petrol. You actually see Danielson getting up and like smelling it as if to be like, which is weird because obviously we all know it's not. But it's the way he kind of smells it as if is that petrol, and then just jumps up and it's lighter. Like, no fuck you, I've got <laughs> petrol in me. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I, I think the most shocking part of this whole match was um, Brian Danielson swearing. I saying I'm going to kick his fucking head in, <laughs> and the whole crowd go absolutely bonkers. I'm gonna kick his fucking head in. I was like, "Yeah, kill him, kill him." <laughs> I think this is a match I'll go back and watch and probably enjoy more the second time because yeah, you'll be more once you have an and... idea of what's going on, uh, yeah, because it was it was like you said, it was just a bit too hard to keep up with on the top. But as far as spectacle matches go, it was fucking great. Oh, I definitely like it's one of the matches that like just 
was just chaos. <clears throat> Loved it. Do you know what I think would have improved this match? A picture in picture. Aye. Aye. Like two see, scenes. The, Aye. see the split screen there? Yeah, you split screen it and you go, okay, this is going on, this is going on. So you can kind of be like, holy fuck, there's like... All, I mean, or maybe that'd be too hard to watch, but I well, kept feeling like they're jumping too much. I feel as if they do picture in picture all the time for adverts. I feel as if they just <coughs> done like maybe the ring with one camera and then like a, even up the top corner, what was going on. Yeah. And then you could even switch between the two. Like and make yeah. so have like the ring the big one and then what's happening the other ones in the smaller camera like smaller screen in the corner and then switch to the yeah. bigger one if you want if it's something big that's happening. Yeah, definitely. Um I just mean in terms of like actually being able to watch two things at once. It's like when when we do it the adverts are you watching the adverts? Well we're not in America though. <laughs> <laughs> but you think they're paying attention to the adverts, what I mean? No, probably not. <laughs> I like you like yeah well, we don't watch adverts at all over here <laughs> although do you remember the Nick Gage carry on where Nick Gage was rubbing maybe he used the pizza cutter on Jericho's head oh fuck head. yeah and then the, sh- the pizza hut <laughs> pizza hut went mental <laughs> <laughs> they're ready to pull the sponsor and everything <laughs> that was so funny man uh, it was um, but then apparently was it not a WWE related account that tweeted that? Aye, aye. Apparently, I got them in trouble. Yeah, aye. That's funny as fuck, man. Um, but they should have just leaned into it and been like, "Our pizzas taste better than Chris Jericho's head." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, right. I mean, I think we've talked that to death. Um, so the next bit was it was a backstage segment with um. Andrade and Rush El Toro Blanco is all elite and I just went who? Me too. And apparently he's a he's a Ring of Honor guy he he used to be Ring of Honor but Ring the, the Ring of Honor uh the Ring of Honor champion so cool. I imagine he's he's a really good wrestler. Probably um, the crowd popped for him um and if an a, if an AEW crowd popped for it it means they're probably pretty good. I, I actually thought it was heavy to it at first. <laughs> I thought it was heavy to it, Guerrero. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's heavy. Then I was like, no, he's well old on that. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was I thought it was Eddie, man. I, he came in and I was like, what's he doing back? <clears throat> no, I had no idea who he was at all. Uh, but um, I kind of felt like, okay, man, I'll, I'll, I'll make a note of that because I forget his name. Um, then the next backstage segment we got was a preview for who's next for the TNT belt and it's Dante Martin and I think that's going to be a banger match Dante Martin Scorpio Sky you can make that a feud to be honest for a, for a couple of matches and then um, yeah that's pretty cool uh, what do you make of that? I hope um, they don't go forward though that they're going to kind of cheat to win do you know what I mean? because like, that's the last thing we want obviously they've done it against Frankie but the whole point was he was turning in Frankie but I hope they don't go down the kind of road where like they're constantly getting involved in Sky's matches. No, I don't. <clears throat> I would. I would like to think no. I think that was mostly to get Scorpio's heat back because I mean, in the feud with Sammy, they had Aye. turned him somehow turned Dan Lambert face, so they I needed know. their heat back. Aye. Um, and what better way to do it than to fuck over Frankie Kazarian when he totally didn't deserve it? Um, I've got, <clears throat> I've got a prediction of what might happen with this though, because what's that? Well, Ethan Page has kind of always been involved in the in some way in the what's the match for the the face of the revolution? 
yeah. the TNT title shot. So what if Ethan Page goes into that match, win. wins it, and then it's him against Scorpio, which would be a banger. I like that. Um, it's quite similar to the FTW screw job. Aye. But um, that's not to say that it won't be good. Aye. Uh, no, I, think but be, I, I would like... Good. I mean, Ethan Page is fucking great. I think he's totally underrated. And, oh, so and underused. I don't know what the script is, but they don't use Ethan Page enough. Like, he's... He, he, he's not on TV enough anyway. I think Ethan Page is outstanding. And yeah, I think fact, he's awesome. He lost to Christian <clears throat> for the last phase of the revolution, didn't he? And didn't yeah. actually get in it, which I thought was shocking because I thought he would... Especially since Christian never won it. Like, I think... I thought that... Was that not the one where it was going to be Ethan Page against somebody else for the last spot? And we all thought whoever was that last spot was going to win it. And Christian won it and then done nothing in the match. Yeah, um, that was when Wardlow won, wasn't it? Aye, aye. Um, yeah, weird, eh? Aye. Um, no, it's not weird that Wardlow won. It's weird that... um. Yeah, that they didn't put Ethan Page. Aye, in. that's what I mean. It's weird that like they didn't put him into that. But maybe that's the thing. Maybe they'll put him in at the next one. with him. And I'd love to see him and Scorpio <laughs> in a match. But I'd love to. I'd. I just wonder how Dan Lambert. Like I would just be like Dan Lambert. Do your own thing. Just make it funny because I think he's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's one for you. Do you think AEW are starting? Ah, oh, well, this is kind of going down a different path. Right, okay, we'll do this quick and then we'll come back. Do you think that AEW are going down the route of people? almost having seasons with people so like you so right now they've got the same kind of people wrestling every week and then well they they, they kind of phase people in and out do you know do you, do you, I, do you know what i mean well i've been saying for ages that that's that's what i would do if i was in charge and i, I think that's I think the so. best the, idea the roster's big enough for it and it, and it gives people a lot of time off it lets people get cool on people like i know orange cassidy's been injured but i haven't seen him for fucking ages right when he comes back he's gonna get a huge pop um, <clears throat> someone came back this week who got a huge pop and it was great to see them. I know. I think I, I spoiled it for myself, but... Do you, do you know who it is? Aye. Miro. Yeah. Aye. I've seen it. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's... But that's that's really cool. And now I'm like, okay, great. The whole place has been shaken up again. In fact, we've I've not seen Lance Archer in ages. Um, we've not seen... I mean, fuck me. The, 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 I could probably rattle off loads of people we haven't seen who uh, could pop out. I feel as if that makes sense because then it gives these guys a chance. You imagine if you're a right, AEW guy and you do maybe six months where you're on TV, then you can go to the yeah. Indies for six months where the Indies will pay you big money until it gets to the point yeah. where it's like you're on the Indies for too long. So it's like everybody's kind, not forgot about you, but and then back to AEW TV, big pop for the AEW crowd, another few months in TV and then back to the Indies again. And if they keep doing that, also brings the indies up, doesn't it? Because more and more people are going. Yeah. That guy's been in AEW for months, so I want to go and watch him. Yeah, definitely. I think what AEW's done for wrestling is massive compared to WWE, but I suppose WWE don't do anything for wrestling because they're sports entertainment. <laughs> All right, wizard. Um, <laughs> nah, that nah, I I agree. I think that's pretty cool. Um, right, I'm gonna pull this back on the rails. Um, the next match was the tag team titles Jurassic Express versus Team Taz versus Swerve and Keith um, Jurassic Express win we have well Randy's already touched on this being super surprising none of us thought it was going to happen this was my what the fuck booking um, who the fuck's going to take the belts off them now FTR 
I don't know. Is it, I'll be honest. I'm I'm shocked that they've still got the. T- I honestly thought <clears throat> Jurassic Express were just taking the title just to hand over it to somebody else. I really didn't think they were going to hold them this long, and especially I mean, against the teams. I mean, they deserved a good run, but aye, I've done. Fu- I mean, sorry, sorry, on you go. I I just I, I no I I, I kind of I was going to let you talk there. I'm, I just don't I don't know. I, I felt as if they just wouldn't have the run they've had, but they've beat a lot of big teams, especially at that triple threat match. And I don't know if I feel as if they might be going to lose them soon. But well, I what well, I thought so I predicted in the chat that um, Swerve and Keith Lee were going to win, but the more I thought about, it, the more I thought, nah, this is Team Taz's time. Like like they deserve it. They're hot as fuck. Um, Ricky Starks is. Just, just he's the kind of been the MVP for AW the past few weeks. Aye. Um this just felt like the wrong booking choice for me. But then it's like I said right at the start of this podcast, I said it's not that I always trust the process, it's that I always give it a chance. So I'm I'm gonna give it a chance and see if they've got something up their sleeve. But I feel Aye. like from seeing Dynamite this week, um I mean, you know that um, CM Punk and FTR were in a trios match. Um, I'm feeling like FTR are going to be the next champs. They're going to be two-time champs. I think so. Probably. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of gutted because actually I had I actually checked back the chat because see when we had made the predictions, <coughs> I think yeah. I said, who did I say? I said Keith Lee and Swerve, didn't I? I and think you said did Team I? Taz. I maybe did say Team Taz, but I know I agreed with one of these and then I was going to say... Yeah. In fact, do you know what? If you're taking day two, I'll just take Jurassic Express and we'll just we've all got one each. And then I went, nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had them now. <laughs> um, I think I've done that one time here. before. You said, yeah, you said Team Taz. Did I say Team Taz? I knew I'd said one. Yeah. I couldn't remember what I said, but I remember at the time thinking to myself, because <clears> you two had said, I was going to say, oh, I'll just take Jurassic <laughs> Express then. And I went, nah, fuck, I'll just take Yeah, I'll stick with who I'm with. Wish I, had I think so, my predictions are utter dog shit, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, okay. Do you want to see how many we got right? <laughs> um, right, well, let's let's do the main event, and then we'll see right. how many we got right. Okay. Um, it's time for your main event. We've got Dave's... Dave's long-lost lover. <laughs> Hangman Adam Page. Versus CM Punk, Charles Montgomery Punk. Um, this was a long match, uh, but it was good. It was, as JR would say, it was a slobber knocker. Um, this is how AEW do big main events. This is how they do their title matches. They make them long. They make them epic, but they don't make them boring. They're not Triple H long. They are New Japan long, if that makes sense. Aye, aye. <clears throat> so this felt really special. Uh, the crowd were 50-50 split. Uh, I was Team Hangman. You were Team Hangman. Uh, I think Randy wanted Punk to win this. I thought I thought Punk was going to win it, but I wanted Hangman to win. Um, so, uh, a couple of spots I thought were quite interesting. Punk got hit with a dead eye and did... Was it maybe the best ever late kick out? Oh, aye, like, aye. I think, I think the only, I, I, I don't think you could have fit a pube between the ref's hand and the and the mat. 
No. Do you know something? I think sometimes I don't think I'm that intelligent, right? I don't think I'm that fast with a thinker until you're watching a wrestling match and the amount of thoughts that go through your head in that last between two and three sometimes were like, yeah, because I was like, oh, he's going to beat him with the dead eye. That's it usually beats him with the book, and then you're like, oh shit, and I'm like, how did I think that much in that fucking split thing? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I go all day without thinking that much. And then that split second before somebody kicks out, you're like, oh my God, and like, you've planned out what's going to happen next. Like, I know, got... fucking hell. You'll like, be like, oh my God, Hangman's going to go on a victory tour. And, oh no, it's done. Uh, he's, he's kicked out. Um, so it, that kick out was so good that the crowd booed it. The crowd booed the ref. Aye. That's saying something. Um, I don't know what it's saying, but it's saying something. Um, so we got right let's go straight to the end we got a ref bump and hangman considers cheating to win he's got the belt up in his hands and um look you you take over because you sent us something in the chat well actually i'm sure i've spoken about this in on the podcast before was the first match that in fact this is another reason why i think tony can listen to the podcast right is (laughs) (laughs) i've said i think i've said it more than once wrestlemania 8 Roddy Piper versus Bret Hart was the first match when I was young that I actually wasn't just watching wrestling to see all the colours and Hulk Hogan shaking his hair and running about with yeah. his hot dog skin and, do you know what I mean, pointing at people. and <laughs> Like, that was the first time I ever watched a match and felt emotionally involved in a wrestling match and actually felt like... I remember I was young actually being like, no, please don't hit him, he's your pal and all that. And it was Roddy Piper had the bell and he was ready to hit Bret Hart and they'd basically done mm. the same... The exact same. See if you actually, obviously I sent you the video side by side. The reason that, if you watch the video, I cropped Hangman out, because you'd actually think they were talking about the Roddy Piper match. When yeah. he's like, he's going to hit him, he's going to hit him, always having second thoughts. And if you actually look at it, it's as if he's actually talking about Roddy Piper. So they basically had done that spot. But I feel like Punk's been doing that a lot lately, hasn't he? Been taking spots for old matches, especially Bret Hart matches. And putting them in his matches, and I love it. And it, yeah. I feel as if every time Punk has a match now, we're all going to go. We'll go back and watch a Bret Hart match. And do you think does Bret does Bret make money off that? <laughs> does he fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously Punk Punk kept going on about how Bret Hart should be making more money. Bret Bret Hart's just sitting there. I don't think Bret Hart checks his bank account. I think he just sits and checks Bill Goldberg's Twitter, hoping he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, fuck. Right. So yeah. I mean, it did ends, you know notice- we've got that? Did, sorry. Did you me? notice Hangman hit a last ride? Yes. I, they called that a power bomb, but it was a last ride. And like JRC put, and I'm like, ride. that was a last ride. And I'm like, why did he hit a last ride? Or was that a wee kind of the hang it like that was he was going to lose a title because that was his last ride? Or oh, it, it could be that. It could be that. Um, I mean, fuck knows, man. These guys, these guys grew up in the Indies, so like they'll they'll hit every, anyone's finisher, won't they? Aye, oh aye, definitely. What about um, he's another one I said in the podcast that Punk never hit the buck shot Larry. He hit his own version, and now we found out it's called the Punk Shot Larry. But now we have found out punk he actually can't do it. Like he aye, fucked he it twice. It, the first one, right <clears> enough, <throat> I think that Hangman saved it quick because he picked him up quick. And it was supposed yeah. to be a reversal anyway, so it was like not a big deal. He fucked it. Hangman picked him up straight away and reversed it. But the second one was quite bad. Like he kind of fell on his arse th- and then. I think um, Hangman's go to sleep was better than uh, oh. Punk's buckshot. Oh, de- Hangman's go to sleep was fucking solid. 
So, Wait. what would a cowboy call a go to sleep, a go to sheep? <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. What um, do you think of that one? <laughs> cowboy go to sleep. Like, uh, um, right, so it finished with Hangman's crisis of faith. He decides to be a good guy after all. Puts the belt down. Uh, goes for a buckshot lariat. The timing wasn't great on this one, um, but they cover it up with by saying like his knee kind of buckles a wee bit, which is fine because Punk's been working the knee. Um, he goes for a buckshot. Um, his knee kind of gets way a wee bit, and then Punk puts him into GTS, and we have a new AEW World Champion, Charles Montgomery Punk. <laughs> by the way, do you Happy? know it actually stands for no, Chick Magnet? Miserable. Uh, I'm yes, fucking gutted. I did know that. I'm actually gutted. Well, I was seeing it see as soon as it finished. I was like, no. <laughs> I have to go to bed now. <laughs> like, I was actually, I'll be honest, I was actually gutted because I love Hangman as champion. I just hope now, going forward, Hangman gets something different because obviously that whole story they told me Hangman mm. is finished now. So it's like, where does he go now? Yeah. But a new one's begun. A new one's exactly. begun. That's what every so cowboy... In my... He's he's had the crisis of faith there, and he realised, and this this is the way they should go with it, right? He's he sat and he thought, and he's like, I can win this right now, and he could have, and he chose not to because he chose to go the right way. I think that was his thing of, if I hadn't had that moment of weakness, I would have just I... hit the buck shot and I would have just won, right? And I think he'll go off thinking like, yeah, I'm never gonna cheat to win, never gonna do that, and we're gonna get him become champion again one day hopefully i hope um oh, yeah aye. i hope that happens but um eh, seeing the sub wins see, sorry on you go sorry. i'll talk about this no, it's i was just gonna say i was just gonna say that punk wins and he definitely gets a pop randy oh. was asleep or something he got a fucking pop oh i definitely i get a massive pop in fact i feel as if he got a bigger pop than what you expected because the crowd was 50 50 like but he got a yeah, proper nah, pop the crowd went fucking the crowd went nuts I mean, I mean, you would though. I mean, it's Punk's first title in fuck two thousand and four, two thousand fourteen is when he left. Two thousand and thirteen, I guess, was his last belt. Nine years. Fuck's sake. Crazy, yeah. Aye. As twenty thirteen Royal Rumble was when he lost it to the lost it to the Rock. As much yeah. as I'm, as much as I'm gutted, Hangman lost. I do at, at the same time. I'm like, oh, where's Punk going to go with us? Because I think a lot of people have been suggesting that. Punk's probably going to turn heel now because of the whole, like, when he won the Ring of Honor title, he turned heel. When he won the WWE title, he turned heel. And the idea is that yeah. once he wins a title, he becomes... A dick. Like, he's obsessed with it. Like, he's not enough. Keep this now. So, I wonder if he'll go on a long run as well, considering that was must, his I think big WWE thing. Do. Yes, I think... I think um, FTR are going to get belts and they're going to go on a long run together and he's going to be a cunt mental just think as well we're going to have at some point kenny omega's going to be back i know i know you're gonna have that you're gonna have that you're gonna have a brian danielson thing going on you're gonna have a moxley thing you're gonna have a fucking mgf thing again maybe i don't know what they're gonna do mgf but um fuck knows man there's so many opportunities i mean fucking miro's back um eddie kingston what what was the deal with kingston did we see him in dynamite uh yeah um, he should be in jail. Yeah, he should be in jail. To be fair, he should be in jail. Um, but there's there's a quite prominent thing that comes from Dynamite with Eddie oh, Kingston. I'll watch, um, I'm going to watch that but, um, as soon as I finish here. Okay. Um, if you 
yeah, I won't give you spoilers. Right, cool. Um, I just wanted to know if he was I'll, there because I kind of felt as if he maybe wouldn't have been there I'll, considering that he went off the rails. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the end of the pay-per-view. Uh, like, like we've, we've already talked what we think of the pay-per-view. So, before I leave you with my final thoughts, I'll run through what's next for the champs, Mikey asked me. Thunder Rose's next challenger. I want Chris Statlander. Jurassic Express tag team champions. Um, Red Dragon. Redragon. Give them the cunts. Uh, TNT champion. We know Dante Martin's going to be the next bit. I think this will be a one and done for Dante. Get him in. Give him a fucking right good match. Move him on. And then possibly have Scorpio Sky... Feud with Orange Cassidy and the best friends, they can be there to back him up. And then you've got America Top Team help now, Scorpio Sky. A TBS, um, Emberman or Athena, give her that. And the AEW World Champion, what's next for CM Punk? Well, it's fucking ratings there, it's Colt Cabana. That's your pay per view buy. Or generic fucking challenger number one, Lance Archer. Um, yeah, that's me. Another 12-hour shift in the bag. Another podcast recording in the bag. Thank you, Marks. Thank you, Shaggers. Thank you, Monkey Man. Thank you, Dirty Dave. Peace and love. Mind what you're doing. Thanks for that, Randy. Um, right, let's discuss Randy's predictions for, well, what next for the championships. I mean, we've already... Championships. We've already talked about TBS uh, being Athena. We've already talked about TNT being Dante. Um, we've already talked. Well, I've I've already said that I think that could be a few. That could be a few matches. Randy thinks it'll be one and done. What do you think? Eh, uh, don't know. Don't know. Right. Cool. <laughs> we'll I, don't wanna, I don't want to call. I'll just kind of. Nah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, let's go. Women's Championship then, um, Thunder Rosa, he's thinking she'll be up against Chris Statlander. Who do you think's the next challenger? Any idea? I, see, I think, obviously I called Statlander being the next champion. I don't think Thunder Rosa's going to lose it yet. So if it is Statlander, then I'm wrong. But I think the next okay. if the next challenger's not Statlander, then I think Statlander's probably going to win it at some point soon. Yeah. Hopefully. I think Thunder Rosa might go into a feud with Riho, um, because that's what they've kind of done previously to kind of show that I mean, she's the first. She was the first champ, and it's kind of show that this person's legit. Uh, um, I can't be arsed watching any more Riho matches, but no, there you I'm, go. I'm the same. I'm not really. I suppose Thunder Rosa is smaller, so she maybe would give her a better match than yeah. Even, who was real fighting at some point? Britt Baker. Was, no, was it um, <laughs> Hikaru Shida? Nyla Rose. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Remember they had the match at the fair, and she was just and you're like, how could it? She beat her. I think real win, didn't she? One of them? Yes. That's insane. <laughs> uh, Rio won the first one, and then Nyla... Did Nyla not get the belt off her? Aye, I think she won it, aye. She got it off her. Fucking Nyla versus Thunder would be a good fucking feud. Aye. Uh, did, no, they done that, remember? With the cake? Remember, she did a cake in her face and all that? Uh, they had the ma- they only her? had one match. Aye. Oh, right, okay. Remember, she threw the cake, and then... On her face, I actually don't remember that. Nyla says it doesn't matter. I love cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, oh, well, fuck it. I mean, that, that, that I, I've got a feeling it'll be Riho. Um, I mean, yeah, 
I'd be happy to see Thunder Rosa go into a feud with Ruby Soho, but that's probably not going to happen. Do you know what? Nah, it can't be. Uh, no, I, I was going to say Britt Baker, but it can't be. Why not Ruby Soho? Because I feel as if Ruby Soho's just been runner-up in that tournament. Like, I, I feel as if a wee title shot's not... Do you know what I mean? Second yeah. In the I, I, do you know what? You can get a title shot. Runner, a runner I wish up, Ruby middle. won for that. But yeah, there you go. I like, these, I like Randy's wee dig at Lance Archer, though. <laughs> I know. Well, that I, I I totally I kind of agree with them. The 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 Cole Cabana thing's like a mad shout. It's not going to happen. Col, oh, Colt's just... going to Ring of Honor. Um, but I mean, he kind of does need a tune up, doesn't he? Feud. So you wouldn't want to unless I mean you wouldn't want to shove him straight in with Brian Danielson. But what about like? What, nah, no, 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 no. All that. So I can't tell you anything, right? But oh, stuff's right. happened on Dynamite, which would keep people away from Punk for a bit. Um, so I would say maybe Punk will go for... Jenky will have a, go straight into a feud, or Jenky will have a few just matches? Like, yeah, he'll probably I have think, a few matches. I think he'll have a few matches against folk, like, I don't know, just your kind of... You know I hate the word mid-card, but... Yeah, I know what you mean, though. Like, um, pe- pe- people who are definitely not going to beat him. Aye. Um, yeah, and then we already spoke about Jurassic Express, and we're not sure who's going to take the belts off them, but I think FTR. FTR. Um, I can agree with you there, but the only thing I feel is, is if FTR's already got the Ring of Honor and the AAA, although, as Randy always says, the AAA wins are shite. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, So yeah, I feel as if sticking the titles on names a bit much, but did you see Tony Khan said that the Briscoes will probably be in Ring of Honor? Yeah, I did see that. I think you he sent says, me that. He says I want. To, he says obviously I do want to see them again. He says and I hope they will be in ring on us. So that could be decent. Yeah, that would be cool. I suppose right. You what? could have. You sorry, could have FTR. Sorry, I was just going to say that. Just when I thought about it, FTR could drop the titles to them before they win the Fantastic Express, or maybe beat Jurassic Express then drop the titles to the Briscoes or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. See when you look at the AEW roster and even the fact we've got the Ring of Honor one as well now, which Tony can say is going to be a different company. It, the two of them are huge, and there's just so many dream matches. I know there's just there's... so many. Um, it is. It's going to be hell. It's going to be an interesting few years, and it just getting all these matches out of the way. But I think that's what people get bored with. with WWE was obviously with the John Cena thing and even the news of Brock Lesnar and even now it's Roman Reigns is there's always a top guy and there's a few challengers and they rotate them whereas AEW it's like like there's a top guy for a wee while then he goes away and then there's another top guy but there's always other guys round about and I I do feel as if it makes more sense the way AEW definitely but I think WWE WWE are pinning everything on one guy and I think it comes down to for WWE it's money it's like that's our top guy and he's going to make us money and yeah. we're going to put everything into him so we kind of need to rely on him do you know what I mean so they have yeah, to but stick to that they've, top guy they've always run like a haven't Aye, they? they've, they've always run as a as like a they they have like one figurehead I mean ever since what I mean fucking Bruno Sammartino even like, they've uh, always had just one guy Hulk Hogan yeah Hogan um, Austin The Rock well, I suppose I, I suppose I think during the Austin Rock thing, at that point you had Austin Rock, Triple H, 
Undertaker. They were all guys mm-hmm. round that could all be challenging. Remember they had the six pack Armageddon. Yeah, but they, but but it was all built around Austin, wasn't it? Really, ah, I mean, oh. Austin was the draw. Aye, I suppose. But then the Rock was a big draw I mean, as well. Triple H was decent, of so. course. But I do I do think a bigger roster is always better in wrestling, as long as you don't go over the top and like WCW did and put them on the one fucking stable or something. Do you know? What I mean? Yeah, I know definitely. Right, so that's us for Double or Nothing in the bag. Uh, see you again next year for that one. Um, thank you very much, Dave. Thank you. And uh, thank you for listening at home. Um, take it easy. Mikey Mac, out. Bye. <laughs>